on the show. We are on, uh, I think we're on the right channel here. Oh, we're on Fumador and the Flavors. Oh, my right, freaking goodness. I logged into the wrong channel. Holy Just shit. Hold stop on. Stop it and bring it back. You know what? Okay. I think I'm going to actually have to do that. All right. Uh, ladies back. and gentlemen, uh, we're going to... Yep, I'm literally on the wrong channel. All right, folks. So we're going to uh, stop this one for a second and uh, hop right back. So if you guys see this, actually, this is a warning. Or not a warning. This is a... Helpful reminder, I guess. We're going to be on the other channel right now, basically, in the next couple of minutes on High Noon Safety Meeting with Flora Knox, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be the best. So thanks very, uh, very much, folks, for, for hopping on. Unfortunately, I'm on the wrong channel, so we'll be right back. Let's do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope this is the right channel. Uh, is this the right channel? Now I'm having second thoughts. Uh, all right. Hopefully this is the right channel. I think we are. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was a false alarm on the first channel there. My apologies. And uh, now we are late on the second channel. Here, but in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, uh, better late than never. And I do want to say yes on our channel here. Like, share, and subscribe, ladies and gentlemen, because I have at the moment 124 subscribers. You could be the 125th, you could be the 126th, even. Let your friends know, ladies and germs, uh, that uh, this channel is the channel two, basically, of Fumador and the Flavors. We're going to keep be keeping this running. I'm going to be probably starting a couple other channels here in the future uh, just to kind of uh, spread the risk around basically because uh you guys know how it is you know all the canvas channels get shut down and stuff we don't have to rehash the details but in the meantime ladies and gentlemen uh help me out and help uh hopefully yourselves out because i think you enjoy these shows as you keep tuning in so help yourselves out my friends and like share and subscribe tell your friends uh, make sure that you are subscribed to this channel and also i always forget to say this but click the bell thingy because i don't see my own you know, when I see my own channel, I don't see the bell thingy. But if you're subscribed, make sure to hit the bell so you actually get uh, notifications. Because, for example, we just went a couple minutes late here, or we accidentally hopped live on the other channel. Well, if you wanted to basically be in touch with that kind of stuff and see what's going on, make sure to hit the bell, ladies and gentlemen, so that you actually don't miss the, uh, the warnings and stuff. Now that we're here, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, uh, Atomic Spoon. Welcome, Cry More Gross. Let me pop out the chat here so that we can uh, get this show on the road. Uh, oh, wait, that's the wrong chat. I always forget because I am... No, wait, no. No, I am on the right chat now, finally. I am on the right chat because I want to be Funoro. It's so confusing these days. All right, pop out chat. Why is it not popping out? There we go. All right, now I am... Uh, yes, I am the actual moderator on this chat, unlike on the main channel where I, uh, like go live or whatever i'm fucking talking like a crazy person right now welcome ladies and gentlemen let me switch the uh live chat like you guys should let me post the link too you guys are welcome to join us please remember that guest rules apply uh you're used to seeing flora basically as a panelist ladies and gentlemen but today flora is gonna be taking a dab here uh he is the guest ladies and gentlemen we're gonna be talking to flora nugs as uh, a breeder guest it's gonna be super fun to see how he it just it occurred to me honestly you were talking i think on your show i was kind of just lurking honestly and just doing some gardening work and you were talking about how uh uh, you hadn't showed your, your face on video and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, oh, how, how weird. Like, I know you've been breeding many years before I have. I think you've been breeding for maybe 10 or more years. I guess we're going to ask you. But you hadn't shown your face, which is a common thing, basically. You know, a lot of people kind of don't don't uh, don't want to show their face, especially with weed and stuff, right? Anyway, so I thought, well, fuck. What the shit? He, 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 like, uh, he, uh, how do I say this? Like, he popped his video cherry on my show or something. Like, we should get to know him a little bit better. And it was kind of funny because I was like, well, hell, we talked to him all the time. But I actually don't know how we got started and all that kind of stuff so flora by the way welcome cheers uh now that you uh took your dab cheers buddy yeah well thanks good to see you buddy yeah it's uh you gonna do your uh disclaimer first or? i sure am uh and by the way cheers d good to see you my friend 
Amen. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Flora, for uh, reminding me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you must be 21 and over. Let me see if I can find all the different. Unfortunately, I hid the disclaimer right now, so that is bad timing. Got to find it here while I'm talking, but hopefully I can remember enough to say, please remember, ladies and gentlemen, that was the wrong tab. Please remember, ladies and gentlemen, that this show is for adults 21 and over. If you are uh, somewhere else, if you live somewhere where the rules are a little bit different, for example, you need to be 24 or something, please follow your local rules because I don't want anyone to get in trouble for something as innocuous as talking about uh, pretty flowers, ladies and gentlemen, because that's ultimately what we're doing. Please do remember also, by the way, I guess I should look at the camera before sharing this uh, warning screen. Uh, please do remember, ladies and gentlemen, there is no way whatsoever to get drugs from this show. If you think that you can get drugs from this show, you are both deluded, you are also wrong, and you are potentially also a little bit insane. Uh, you might also be a little bit stupid because I really emphasize there is no way to get drugs from this show. There are no ways whatsoever to get drugs from this show. You cannot buy drugs. You cannot get drugs for free. You cannot barter for drugs. You cannot be gifted drugs. I would not gift them to you. I would not give them to you for a hateful gift. I would not give you a white elephant gift. I would not give you any kind of a present that has drugs in it. I would not in any circumstances bequeath to you, bestow upon you, or even offer you drugs. I wouldn't even think about offering you drugs. And I, that goes so far that it doesn't matter what kind of drugs it is. I don't care if it's weed. I don't care if it's anything else. I don't care if it's a drug for a said uh, white elephant, ladies and gentlemen. It's that much of a white elephant gift that I'd gifted it with fucking elephant antibiotics. I still wouldn't give them to you. You'd have to deal with that goddamn elephant yourself. I wouldn't give you Tylenol, I would not give you a recommendation to the closest uh, Chinese medicine healer, ladies and gentlemen. I would not, under any circumstances, offer you any kind of medication or palliative care whatsoever. I wouldn't even, at this point, I wouldn't water, uh, offer you water in the desert. That would have been funnier if I hadn't uh, stuttered. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't offer you any goddamn palliative thanks to all the trolling on this channel. You cannot, under any circumstances, find anything that will ail what ails you, or that will... No, that will. Yeah, you probably can find things. If you listen to the show long enough, it'll ail you. But you cannot find anything that will heal what ails you on this show. No drugs whatsoever on this show. I don't know how much more emphatic I can, not for any amount of money in the world, not for any amount of money in the universe, not for any amount of money in all of the universes, if this is a bubble universe and a vacuum bubble or if we're in a simulation or anything else. Even in the alien civilization whose uh, computers we are running, uh, being run as a simulation on, we still wouldn't offer you drugs even there. Once I've, uh, now that I've actually emphatically said all those things, hopefully that was, goddammit, hopefully that was clear enough. Uh, and now that I click all the wrong fucking things, there we go. What was that, Flora? To disclose everything. That's it. It's all about disclosure. If you disclose it, it's fucking ridiculous. It's been said and done. And it's all, it's all because of like, three people that always report this stuff anyway whatever yeah if you're still fuck here those, fuck you, those clown yeah. people i mean they're the biggest super fans of the show it's amazing like they they followed me from the other channel to this channel and now they're basically super fans of this channel watch every single fucking and video. they, they probably followed you from EO. 100 fucking percent that's where i i first knew about you with the EO show ridiculous you're right you're 100 percent right yeah anyway Ladies and germs, uh, just like with the EO, ladies and gentlemen, we did not do any extremely dangerous challenges. Challenges that pose an imminent risk of physical injury. I never remember doing any of those with the Dirtman Dan or Tanasi or any of those folks on the EO show, and we certainly will not be doing them here, ladies and gentlemen. We also don't do dangerous or threatening pranks. Pranks that lead victims to fear imminent serious physical danger or that create serious emotional distress in minors. Now, we did honestly actually get a... Uh, a cream-filled donut dick from Voodoo Donuts in Denver, and we offered it to Stabby McStabwood. 
didn't take it super well. It was actually kind of funny, but uh, it, was, it was very amusing. And we actually asked the donut lady, can you, can you make it extra jizzy? And she was like, yes, I would love to make it extra. She was so happy. She was so happy. And she really like just jizzed it the fuck up. It was pretty good. That's fantastic. It was fantastic, honestly. But other than that, it was not a dangerous prank. It was a pretty, it was a pretty harmless prank. And then we actually ate the donut afterwards, so it was, it was pretty harmless, I would say, except for maybe high sugar or something. Instructions to kill or harm are not shown on this show. Showing viewers how to perform activities meant to kill or maim others. For example, giving instructions to build a bomb meant to injure or kill others. Hard drug use or its creation is not shown on this show. Content that depicts abuse of or giving instructions on how to create hard drugs, such as cocaine or opioids. Hard drugs are defined as drugs that can mostly lead to physical addiction. And I add the proviso that sometimes you'll hear stories on this show that people uh, discuss cocaine, other opioids, other drugs on this show. Please always remember those are negative depictions and you should never under any circumstances emulate those stories. Uh, please remember that those people are very regretful for their past and uh, also those stories are completely and totally fictionalized. Instructional theft or cheating is not shown. Showing viewers how to steal tangible goods or promoting dishonest behavior. We would never discuss any of those kinds of things. Hacking is not shown. Demonstrating how to use computers or information technology with the intent to steal, steal credentials, compromise personal data, or cause serious harm to others, such as but not limited to hacking into social media accounts. Finally, bypassing payment for digital content or services is not shown. Showing viewers how to use apps, websites, or other information technology to gain unauthorized access to audio content, audiovisual content, full video games, software, or streaming services that Normally require payment. We would never discuss anything like that. That's fucking ridiculous, farcical, and stupid. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for sitting through that disclaimer. And thank you very much, Lars and Duckweed and all you other fuckfaces for making me do that. But uh, hey, you know, I guess it makes us better at uh, doing this if we ever get bigger. Isn't that a funny thought, honestly? I wonder if that ever occurs to those guys that they basically sharpen our knives for when we actually ever have real enemies that are not diaper-wearing clown people. But hey, uh, cheers, D. Good to see you, my friend. Uh, what's the good word? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, chair, chat? What's going on, panel? Cheers. Uh, everyone can find me on Instagram at D underscore zombie underscore. Man, I just smoke a joint. I'm out of sorts now with all this housekeeping shit. That's it. But hey, um, that's where you can find me. I'm smoking on some OG Kush, that which wasn't that good still. And But I did find some unicorn poop pre-rolls that I rolled up. Nice. Um, that that uh, name Pat, never fails to make me laugh, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, it, actually, it's not unicorn poop. It was um, oh shit, no, I can't think of it. But it has poop, unicorn poop in it. But yeah, cheers, everybody. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? Oh, Cora, we're like, yeah, that's awesome, and we're you know, like talking about how great poop is. I need the poop poop. <laughs> the poop. The poop. <laughs> uh, what's going on, Smash? What's the good word? Yeah, you know, I only got a couple of minutes. I got to bounce out. I got oh, a doctor's really? Oh, I hope you're doing all right. I hope it's just a routine thing. I hope it's not uh, something serious. Yeah, uh, once a month. Right it's uh, part of like the addiction process with me. Right on. Um, I like having the doctor, like they drug test me and stuff still to this day. Huh. And I, I like that because it kind of keeps me responsible. I like, I mean, I could go get high and nothing would happen, you know what I mean? But it's just in the back of your head, you're like, nah, it's not worth it. Huh. They tell you your your uh, cannabinoid levels in your body? Or do they just tell you if you have it or not? I could probably ask. That'd be kind of fun. But then the problem is you'd make it a competition. You'd be like, fuck, I, got, I couldn't pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you go back the next month, they're like, fuck, we have never seen numbers this high. We had to get a new machine. <laughs> we, had to, we had to import a new calibrator from Germany just to freaking do like, this. There's like a German chick that's like, hello. What's yeah, up, look? At first, he's trying to test highest in the state, and he's trying to test highest in the United States, highest in the world. This is <laughs> highest recorded number. <laughs> Are you sure you tested it right? I knew I, I knew I smoked a lot that day. I can go higher. <laughs> I can eat that. He's just like he goes like super cyan. All right, we're getting ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, while Flora Nugs is taking another dab, I guess I will, uh, I don't know, introduce the show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the show, this is High Noon Safety Meeting. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I guess, as you can see, it's a little bit of a ridiculous show here. Uh, we keep getting, uh, reports. Flora Nugs and I were talking about this. Like, we kind of both thought Tina Turner was dead. I hate to be the bearer of bad news if you guys just heard, but Tina Turner has apparently passed away at 83. I could swear that she passed away a few really? years ago, so I'm glad she had a few more years of life. Uh, oh. I'm glad I was wrong, honestly. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, rest in peace, Tina Turner. That's uh, uh, sad, but I guess I, I had been sad a few years ago. I vividly remember like the whole story with Ike and Tina Turner and blah, 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 whatever. Anyway, but in the meantime, I must be thinking of somebody else. Flora and I, Mandela, Flora, man. I we must have Mandela affected it, 100%. Yeah, and we were like, he was like, who's the bathtub? We were, oh, it was Whitney Houston. No, it wasn't her. Who, I don't just, know. Like, just like Shazam. Who, who was the star of Shazam? Right, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. the new one. It's fucking Zachary Levi because I know he's just because he's the whiny, like whiny anti vax Yeah, but guy. the original, yeah. like in the old one, who was the genie? Was Everybody it thinks it was freaking, uh, what's his face? Was uh, it, uh, Cedric the Entertainer. Not no, Cedric. Yeah. Um, no. Sedbad or whatever. Sinbad. Sinbad. That's the one. Sinbad. Sinbad. And apparently that never happened. Yeah, and everyone has this memory. Like, I vividly have this memory of him being that, but no, apparently it didn't happen. So, anyway. I don't know how we got, like, like, how does something like that get into your brain? You know what I mean? You must have seen it or something. Probably it's, it's a bad. glitch in the Matrix, and we're actually just all, uh, what do they call them, NPCs in some alien teenager's uh, <laughs> uh, high school project. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? Yeah. yeah. Our whole universe has been dreamed up by some pimple-faced tentacle alien. It's like the uh, Truman Show. Right. You ever watch the South Park episode when they, like, Hartman has like the satellite in his butt. Yeah, <laughs> was that first one? I think that was the pilot. Yeah, and they cancel they cancel the, the the TV show Earth because they found out about it. Turn the volume down. Hopefully, I didn't hurt anything. Uh, in the meantime, though, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so uh, I, th I think I didn't even finish saying this earlier. Folks, you guys are welcome to hop on here if you are regulars on the show. So if you guys are regulars, I realize that's kind of unclear because you're like, wait, this is a new channel. If you're regulars on the bigger channel, I, I guess just to be more clear because obviously this channel is kind of newer. If you're regulars on Fumador and the Flavors, if you're regulars basically on Chronic Table is supposed to be the name of the show. I don't always call it that, of course. It's sometimes I call it just random shit, right? But uh, in the meantime, the show is actually called Chronic Table. Uh, if you're regulars over there, you guys are welcome to hop on over here. And of course, if you guys would like to talk to Flora, if you've grown his genetics before, if you'd like to ask a question, just ask politely. We don't really want to filter anyone away. We'd love to ask you or love to invite you on the panel. We just want to make sure that we don't get any fucking random fruitcakes on here. So, I mean, nice fruitcakes are nice, but not random fruitcakes, right? So, uh, folks, uh, uh, just ask politely if you'd like to hop on here and you're not a regular, we'd be more than welcome or you're, you're more than welcome. Just like I say, you know, be polite. Don't, don't freaking, you know, if you came up to some random person's door, you wouldn't walk right in, right? You know, you'd basically knock first and you'd, you'd ask, uh, Hey, can I come into your house? Which is, I realize now probably something nobody would really or ask. Or doorbell. Yeah. My best, 
I have I have a couple best friends that are still around, and like even at their parents' house, I can walk right in without saying it. I know people like that. People are kind of funny. I know like a, a couple of friends of mine, even um, I guess because they have kids. I have a friend who's what in her mid fifties or something. I'm very surprised. I guess she lives in a safe neighborhood, but her house is apparently almost never locked. And she's always yeah. honestly annoyed because she'll come home sometimes, you know, like That's the kids will be in bed and stuff and she'll come home at two o'clock or something from work and the door's open. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like the door's never fucking locked. But I guess the neighborhood. She tried, dressing up in a, uh, she tried dressing up in like a green suit, like a Roman <laughs> right. suit, but all green, knock on doors. Excuse me. I'm from cannabis land. Do you have time to talk about cannabis? You know, I wonder now. Don't do this. I wonder if you dressed up in a green, like a chroma key green suit, like for motion capture, and then walked in front of like people's rings. If you could somehow, oh no, you'd have to actually hack into. You'd have ring. to hack it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess if you could, how no, funny would I mean, that be? That you could like become Gollum or something, come into your door. <laughs> anyway, if you have like if you have access to someone's ring camera, you can do something like that. Uh, oh, that would be a funny yeah. prank, by the way. But we don't do pranks on the show. Go ahead, Flora. No, when I lived in a city, it was always either religious people or politicians of right. some sort. That's right. or uh, sh- uh, shady roofing companies. Uh, oh, <laughs> we're passing through this neighborhood. We'd like to replace all your roofs, but today only. So, have you guys ever heard the story of like the Mormons coming to you? Know when Mormons come to your door and stuff? Dum, and dum, dum, dum. Supposedly, if you're if they don't want to come to your door anymore, they put a mark on your door with like a pencil or a mark. I've heard that. That's and I found a mark yesterday. Did you? It's on the side of my door. If you open my door, there's a mark, little mark that N. Now I used to invite them to play video games when they came over. <laughs> I would open the door with a fat ass joint all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if it's insulting or not that they put a, a, an end on your door. I'm just like, I don't know. You're marked by the church. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. It's not my church, so I don't give a fuck. It's kind of rude to have somebody like mark your house, though. You know, like I, I wouldn't walk up to their church and mark it. Like, uh, oh, this is the Mormon church. I got to remember. M. Come here. Some shit, right? Or whatever. Yeah, like. Well, the big face. A in the anarchy symbol in the grass. Well, now that we've pissed off half the audience already, yeah. uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, all the, uh, who haven't we pissed off? All right. Florinogs, welcome to the show. Uh, have I said all the stuff that I think I'm supposed to say? I think I have said oh, all the stuff that I'm supposed before, to say. Go for, it, Go for it, D. Before you begin the interview, did you push record? I did. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, D. Uh, in fact, I, I was, uh, in fact, it's probably at the beginning of the recording. I was like, oh, thank you, imaginary voice of D for the recording reminder. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we forgot to, I forgot to uh, press record for the Romulan interview. And because I don't pay for premium or whatever the fuck on this channel, I can't download it. So that's really annoying. So the only place you can watch so it is the Let me Romulan's ask you channel. something about Go that ahead. because I, I don't understand this. Why are you pressing record? Does it not automatically save it? It is. Not. But this is, I have an audio recorder to my microphone and stuff. Basically, uh, at the moment, you hear me using it as an interface. You can't see it, but I have this little audio recorder basically here. But it's also mm-hmm. recording this in high fidelity. So I can uh, rip it to the podcast, first of all, way faster than downloading it because yeah. I used to download it from YouTube and oh, shit. And then it would take fucking hours because YouTube uses yeah. the slowest possible server uh, to, to download the data to you. Well, they have so um, much. 
YouTube's oh, it's, one it's of just the, next level. No, because you can download YouTube videos if you have YouTube Premium or whatever, super fast. But if you want to download really? your own shit from the studio, they use the slowest speed available. So a lot of times it would take me the whole day to download it. So having the recorder, first of all, saves me all that time. But second of all, it's in far higher fidelity uh, yeah. than it is, uh, from YouTube. And then I can basically uh, take it straight into Audition. Like, for example, I might even have the podcast up like a couple hours after the show. Just like last week, I had the podcast up just a couple hours after the show because I literally just basically, I didn't even have to change cables because it's like plugged in through USB-C. I just moved the freaking file over, edited the yep. audio, and boom. You know, it was it was ready. When I was uploading on the podcast sites, that's how I did it too. I had Audible recording in the background um, what I was hearing in my, my microphone. So like it recorded the whole conversation. It, like you say, it's just easier to upload it to the mm -hmm. podcasting sites. It really is. And sounds better too. Uh, I can talk about that more, Flora, because I know Flora is interested in uh, uh, upping his techno game. I think a lot of us are. Uh, well, honestly, Flora, don't even have to look at the list. How'd you get started? Uh, uh, how'd you get into cannabis? How'd you get started with uh, breeding? You know, your choice of story. How'd you get into it? Um, let's see. How did I get into? How, well, I guess we talked. Those are those are, those are uh, vastly different things and uh, big stories. I guess we'll have to just go with, like, how did I uh, start smoking cannabis? Sure. Go for it. Uh, so, shit, yeah. when, I was when I was 15, I was dating a girl that uh, I met on this, like, I don't know. I was, I was going to school with her, too. Anyway, I was dating this girl, and uh, she's basically, uh, she had already smoked weed, and I was kind of like, you know, I was like super into D.A.R.E. You know, I graduated my D.A.R.E. class, and, you know, I was like, I wanted to go in the military and shit. And, really into that but i had uh, a couple of years prior to that i got hit by a car hmm. and uh on highway two and uh they like fucked up my uh, my neck my back <laughs> basically it fucked me up my teeth are fucked up from it like so like it really fucked me up and so like pretty much when like when i was 16 like i wanted to do like you know like we have rotc i'm sure they have it everywhere and uh, the recruiter's like, no, man, you're too much of a liability. You know, there's no way you'll ever get into the, you know, any any branch of the military. And like, I don't know, I kind of was like a super letdown for me. And because uh, I, you know, I ran track in school, so like, I felt like you know I was plenty athletic enough. Like, why, why, what, what the, you know, what's the deal? But anyway, uh, that summer. Uh, like, you know, getting that's like pounded in my head. I was pretty much, okay, well, fuck it. I guess like, cause you know, part of the whole thing of being like dare and clean and shit was like, I eventually thought I might go into the military. You can't be smoking weed. You know, I, I'm like, I don't want to hang out with like the fucking deadhead, like stoner, like crowd. Like I was an IT computer nerd, carried a computer book. And I wasn't really, I didn't really have a lot of friends, kind of socially awkward guy, you know? And so, uh, hanging out with the stoners was like not really my thing, but then I was dating this girl, and she pretty much uh, she hung it over my head like uh, like a carrot in front of a fucking you know a hungry animal, and she's like you know if you want some uh, if you want some sex, uh, you gotta smoke this joint. If I heard a nickel, or if I had a nickel for the amount of times I've heard that. Yeah, I'm joking. And so and that's pretty so, funny, though. If you want, if you want, that's like every teenage boy's dream, I guess, right? If you want some sex, how, how about this joint? You gotta, I dare you to smoke this joint for uh, some sex. Oh, I, I like, bought her. I didn't want, I didn't want to smoke it. I'm like, just give me the sex. Come on, like, 
you like me, don't you? I like you. You like me. You know, I like ice cream. You like ice cream. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, but no, she, uh, she's like, you know, she was pretty adamant about it. And so, uh, um, so first the thing is like, like you gotta be okay, this so high to get- ride. She should have said, but maybe she wasn't, uh, uh, witty enough. You know, and, she, she, and she was older than me too, like by a, a year older than me. Um, so she, she, uh, she said, uh, I'm like, so where do you get this stuff at? I'm like, oh, she goes, uh, let's go downtown and see if we can find like some homie G people. And, you know, maybe one of them will know, <laughs> they know where to get it. And, uh, I go downtown, like we lived in like Snohomish County. So this is like Everett I'm talking about, like Everett, Washington, it's like North of Seattle. And we go down to the fucking bus station and I'm like looking for like some homie G looking motherfuckers. Right. And uh, I asked this one dude, it looked like my age. Right. And, and I'm like, he's like, oh, no, you got to go talk to Babyface. I'm like, who's Babyface? <laughs> you know, like, I, he's like, Babyface is down there. He, he runs this whole block. You got, you can't be talking to me. You know, I'm like, what? So they had like this whole code of shit. I didn't understand nothing about this. You know, I'm like, I'm like 15, you know, almost 16. <laughs> I'll be 16 at the end of the summer. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and so, yeah, I go, I find the Babyface guy. And he's like, what you want? And uh, I'm like, 20 bucks. Because I, you know, like 20 bucks is still a lot of money to me. You know, like I had allowances. Like I didn't have a job, you know. <laughs> you know, it's like I had to like mow, mow, mow yards and shit to get my 20 bucks. Like I didn't just like, wasn't just giving my 20 bucks anyway. So anyway, I got 20 bucks worth, which wasn't probably, a, he probably ripped me off anyway. Because I had no way of weighing this. It was only like two little nugs, right? And uh, yeah, we went back and we smoked the shit. And um I had this experience at tree people. Um, it was really weird. Like I smoked, we smoked it out of a, out of a can. And um, like, I felt like really relaxed, but I felt like there was like these like tree people that were jumping on my kneecaps. And like, it felt like my kneecaps were like, like this imaginary, like things that were like jumping on my kneecaps. And like, I was like visually like seeing, I don't know. It was fucking crazy um, experience, but um I didn't get, I think it must've been some kind of crazy sativa because I just got like incredibly, uh, like it was like, I wanted to go do shit. Like I wanted to go lay down at first cause I felt like these tree people were jumping on me, but then I wanted to go out and hang out in the trees and shit and like go outside, you know, and like go do stuff. And it was still daytime. So it was, you know, so yeah, I wind up just like <laughs> going just walking around and shit and like, you know, looking at stuff like, cause like for me, it like, you know, affected me like 10 times the amount that like it probably should have i felt like like i actually got visual like it was like an actual it was a visual there was some visual things going on it wasn't uh it wasn't this indica like super body stone high like i I chased you know later on um but anyway yeah got high that day um you know she she did her part we did that um turned out to be a horrible girlfriend in the long run but uh you know it's whatever um but uh she was like nancy she was what she was the girlfriend nancy reagan warned you about she was basically getting you into drugs and the 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 underground lifestyle drugs and underground lifestyle and uh introduced me to all kinds of trash and and uh and then uh i married my best one of my best friends yeah dang it nancy (laughs) might have been right i don't think she was though 
When did you um, start? When did you get started uh, growing weed? Growing weed. So you know, growing weed was much much later. Um, I had gotten seeds. Um, like it was rare to get a seed in weed in in, in Seattle. If you got a seed, it was kind of like getting a Christmas present. Like you, I. You know, I smoked weed every day. I was smoking an eighth a day for years and years and years, more than an eighth a day. At, you know, towards the end there, I was smoking like a quarter a day before I started dabbing, um, which is part of the reason I started dabbing is because I was consuming so much. And I was like, oh, I can take a dab. I'm high for this much longer. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, so, the, the I, you know, I found these seeds in the 90s and I was super fucking sketched about planting them. So I'd usually like, you know, German, I, you know, I, I'd, I'd seen my parents growing weed because growing up, my parents, they both grew, they were divorced, but they both grew weed. My mom grew weed here and there. And my dad always was growing weed. And so I'd seen the process quite a bit growing up. Right. So I knew how to germinate the seeds from just watching them and, th and their method is not the method I use now. They use a the German, they use a the towel method in the, in the, in the, in the uh, Ziploc bag. They did both do that. Right. I, I personally like to just, uh, I take a shot glass and I fill it halfway fill with water, halfway point with water. And then I just drop the seed in there overnight. And then whether it's popped its tail or not, I go poke a, 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 a hole into my medium about, you know, a fingernail deep and I drop the seed in there and then I cover it up. That's how I germinate my seeds. But, um, I just do the, the the water thing to feel like it kind of softened up a little bit, but you know, in the nineties, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing really. Like I'd seen shit, but I didn't know what I was doing. Right. My mom gave me, I asked my mom like in like 97, 98, I asked her and she gave me this book and it was, a. I, I want to say it was an Ed Rosenthal book, but it might've not been. It, it was, I remember it had a, like a greenish cover on it. Um, and she gave me this book and it had barely any pictures, three or four pictures in the back. And I read it and, uh, you know, I really didn't know what I was doing. But anyway, I usually plant seeds, get them about, uh, you know, six, seven inches tall, get scared, kill them, you know. And then finally I got the courage in the late, late 99, 98. And I put one in, um, I put one out by the water, <laughs> let's say, uh, north in North and Snohomish County. And it survived it lived it lived all the way through the season and like i kept driving back i'd drive back like you know every weekend to go check and see like park away and then walk and it was there up until uh, i want to say around like the middle of august and then it someone it disappeared it did a disappearing act um and then i didn't do anything again for years and years and years and years like 2009 yeah like 2009 it was 2009 i got 2009 into 2009 i got um a medical card and because before that i had friends that had uh, medical cards but all my friends had like really uh severe um uh like my friend jeff like he had like very you know like he was gonna die type shit you know diseases and shit and um and those were the only guys that were kind of getting medical cards at first were people with like cancer and AIDS, right? And Jeff had cancer and AIDS, both. So he was qualified on two different accounts. 
And I remember driving Jeff to the dispensary. Which is somehow even more galling when you think about how the federal government still doesn't recognize any medicinal benefit. Like, clearly it was providing medicinal benefit if those people were getting medical cards and actually using it for their treatment for 20-something years now, right? Because I was just thinking, like, Washington was one of the first medical programs. So that that was literally a long, long time ago, honestly. And there's been a lot of data basically since then. But the federal government's like, la, 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 we can't hear shit. Anyway, go back to you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but so these guys, uh, so Jeff would, I would drive him to the, this, to the place and he, you know, would come in like back then they were reusing people's pill bottles from like their prescription pills. And that's how the shit would come in. And then they would put like a green cross label, like printed on a, like a little, you know, bubble jet or inkjet or whatever the fuck they had. And that's how the dispensaries were just uh, dispensing it. And it was, he brought me a, a, a menu out one day, came out to the car and I was like, looked at this menu. I was like, what the fuck? You can get all those things. Like I'd only heard of these things in magazines, you know, like, like you can get white widow and AQ 47 and, and, and fucking incredible and shit. Like you just go in there and get that, you know, like what? <laughs> you know? So he's like, yeah, he's like, it's 10 bucks a gram donation. And I'm like, okay. Um, I got like a hundred bucks. <laughs> you'll get me something and he went and got it for me and i was like cool and then and then that later on that thing moved up on capitol hill and then i would drive him up to capitol hill to it and then finally one day he's like you should just get your your wreck i mean you should just get your not your your, you know, your prescription i'm like how and he's like oh well there's this uh he gave me the name of this doctor so i went over there it was three hundred dollars dr bombay $300 for the first, it's $40 a year now. It's in California. That's all I pay, but $300. And then when I got it renewed, it was like $150 every year to get that shit renewed up there. It was expensive. Yeah. It's more. Up um, too. But, uh, but anyway, I got the medical card and I got to back up a little bit, a little bit before this. So, um, so, in like 2008, I was working for a bank in Seattle and um, I worked on a, I was a part of an IT team at a bank and I, um, that bank got absorbed by a bigger bank and uh, a lot, a lot of us got severance pay. And so one of the guys that was on that, not in my direct IT team, but one of one of the other IT teams that worked with me at that bank, he, um, like we worked together, but he was in a different group, you know, um, he opened up one of the first dispensaries in Seattle with that money, with his money, him and his, him and his best friend, they opened the dispensary. And for a while there, I was, I was uh, working at another job right after that. And there was a coworker because, you know, like, you, you know, you gravitate like you, when you get a job at somewhere like used to be like, oh, you could like kind of tell like the stoners and like stoners used to have this like, I don't know how it is now, but back then before legalization and all this shit, like stoners had like a spidey sense of like other people that would smoke. And it was a, it was like the natural gravitation to be friends with the other dude that smoked weed, whether you had anything in common or not. It was like you guys could smoke and talk. Right. And so. There was this fucking guy at work, a little annoying fucker, but um, at first he was cool. And he would say, hey, can you take me down to the CPC? 
And uh, I was like, what size? He's like, oh, it's a dispensary. I'm like, because we, we worked in South Seattle and the CPC was also in South Seattle. And he's like, can you take me on a CPC? I'm like, yeah. So I, I didn't know what it was. So I, I was like, yeah, it's like, it's like it's a weed shop. I'm like, yeah, let's go there. So he's like, oh, you got a prescription. I'm like, oh, I got mine because I'd already had it from, you know. So I go in there and I see this dude, Ben. I'm like, holy shit. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm the owner. I'm like, what? We used to work at the fucking bank. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you want some clones? <laughs> it's like, so, um, and then at the time I was living with some roommates and um, one of my roommates had gotten, had gotten his medical card and uh, I didn't even know, like he grew some, he grew like two pounds or something like a hydro, like in a tube, like on horse legs, like fucking straight, like hydro tube. I've never done that style, but he did it. He got, grew this shit in his bedroom. Like I didn't even know motherfucker was growing it. And one day he comes out and the bedroom, it's like in 2009 or something. And, 2010 2009 and he says oh this is for my patients i look at tyler i'm like you're fucking patient what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> he's like oh i grew this for my patient my patient's gonna come over and he's coming to get it i'm like can i buy a gram he's like no it's all for my patient i'm like oh okay show dude shows up old dude shows up and gets it from him and then like shortly after this um because uh, part of my growing thing was part partially as jealousy, you know, part of my starting to like learn like <laughs> how to grow and learning how to breed was also out of jealousy. And I'll get to that in a minute, too. <laughs> but, but, but Tyler's like, yeah. So so Tyler's like he tells me the next day, he's like, because I had these two roommates, Tyler and Matt. And Tyler says, um, I'm going to start a dispensary. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing to start a dispensary? I looked at him because like Tyler's like seven, eight years younger than me. I'm like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Start a dispensary. And he's like, Yeah, he goes, me and like, you know, and anyway, so they started a dispensary. And that very first year, they won first place in cannabis cup and third place. And I'm like, what the fuck? I go, this kid doesn't know shit. I smoke weed with them all the time. This guy was a fucking rat sometimes, like a fucking rat hound whenever I bring my weed, my bong out, trying to smoke my weed all the time. Like, now he's fucking winning cups. Like, how hard can this shit be? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, the best part is I think a lot of us know exactly that motivation. We're like, wait, that fucking guy? Yeah, no, please continue. Yeah, I'm like, that fucking guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, how hard can this shit be? Right. And you remember he looked at me. I remember one day he was like, sit, tell me, he's like, oh, you don't even know what the fuck you're smoking. He's like, you don't even know what's in your weed. You smoke this, all this weed. You don't even know what the fuck's in it. And you know what? I hate to say that at the time he was, he was mostly right. Like, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know about all the PGRs back then. Right. I didn't know about all this harsh. Um, uh, <laughs> What do you even call them? What do you call Floramite and like Abbott and like what? Those are like beyond. Those are like toxic fucking monstrosities, toxic chemicals. I didn't yeah, know about these. You can just tie it, tie it up there because they're all different chemicals. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know about all these bad chemicals that people were putting it on weed, and back then they were putting it on weed in abundance because there was there was, nobody knew, nobody knew, right? Think about it, pre two thousand nine, two thousand ten pre-medical for most states all black market 
nobody knew nobody even questioned what the weed was growing with that was not even came into people's thoughts they want to know if it smelled good and if it got you high we were talking about this the other day weren't we uh, uh on my show or anyway regardless we were talking about the the medical days and how there was this presumption i think bud was talking about this how's the yeah it was on my show and bud was talking about this we were talking about like synthetic versus organic and he was talking about i guess he kind of assumed back in the medical days things were better but i was like hold up i think some people maybe were fine you know some people are super conscientious and everything else and are very just conscientious about life in general you know some people when they go to the grocery store they return the shopping cart right some people don't give a single fuck and uh, a lot of people are perfectly happy to lie about it and there have been quite a few dreadlocked hippies that live up in the mountains turns out when you open up their shed it's fucking advanced nutrients like that's that's happened many times and they spray the fuck out of their plants and on and on and on but you know they'll tell you it's all organic and blah 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 you can't always take everybody on faith you know that's why there's freaking testing right? yeah I hate to say but, it, but, but Reagan was right about trust, but verify, right? But, <laughs> anyway. but, but, but Tyler having his dispensary and Tyler being a little asshole, um, basically put these seeds into my mind that maybe I do need to check out these things. Right. And because of him and because of some of that jealousy there, uh, I was like, you know, yeah, I think I can grow weed better than this dude. And then I'd went to that dispensary. Like I telling you at first, I went to the CPC and I go in there. And I see Ben, my old coworker, and we start having, you know, we start having a chat. He's like, "Hey, you know, we're having a soil class here, you know." And like, it was like a few months after going there, he's like, "Oh, yeah, we're having a soil class, a TGA soil class. Subcool is going to be down here. He's going to be teaching the TGA thing." He's like, "Bro, just come, free, you know." And so, you know, I, I did kind of made an appearance, but I didn't really stay, you know, because um, I, I didn't know what a subcool was really at the time. Like my friend, my Rob technologic hill um he 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 knew about subcool probably before anybody in seattle he's the guy that told jinx proof about subcool and and you know that later blossomed into something you know pretty cool but um but um my buddy rob like he was growing weed like way before me and another inspiration too was always going over to rob's house i'm like oh man not to knock rob for any kind of way or anything but i'm like if he can do it i can do it you know and I just had all these friends that were like, they were already like kind of growing weed, you know, and I was already in the scene kind of uh, on the, um, the wholesaler side of it, underground wholesaler, legacy wholesaler, legacy wholesaler side, uh, where I was uh, buying uh, weed and uh, uh, getting it to its uh, final destination um, back in the day. Um, so I, I'd already had like these connections and um uh you know like the weed my mom grew it was just fucking garbage like she grew garbage weed i don't even know where she got her weed from it's like fucking she used to call it u-dub but if it was u-dub it was the shittiest cut of u-dub ever <laughs> you know but you know she used to grow with peter's 202020 which is basically which became the jacks jacks 321 that company like they used to have an old product where they just called the jr peters 202020 and that's what she used to grow with which thinking about it now you know she had 20 percent nitrogen throughout flour that's probably why it tasted like shit right um so i'm sure she she doesn't know how to properly cure her dry so i know this day for sure because i you know she just like would dry it sticking in a jar and i don't think she quite you know understood the burping and the the whole little science and art of that because that is an art and a science there and the whole uh 
burping and not releasing too much yeah. gas. I'm just thinking, have you ever had like miracle Grow weed? It probably tasted kind of like that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Chlorophyll, heavy chlorophyll taste and the chemical chlorophyll taste. Yeah. But, but no, um, but no, my journey kind of just like kind of started really blossom and I, I kind of went really fast on it because I'd already had all these friends because as soon as I like had the light bulb and like told one person that I was going to grow, like, oh, I got some double XL hoods you can have. Uh, I got some magnetic balances, uh, got some fucking China hats, you know, all my different friends. Right. And so um, I'm like, no, nah, I don't want any of that shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I want new shit because <laughs> like I'm a technology guy. Like I don't like, I like, I like some old shit. Like if we're talking, if we're talking, you know, amplifiers and shit, I want the old Macintosh or the Carver amplifiers. Right. I want tube amps. Like I want old shit, but if we're talking like grow equipment, I don't want, I don't want 10, 20 year old grow equipment. I don't want old you're shit. The Commodore, you're the Commodore 64 kid. Right. I definitely am set Commodore 64 for sure. 6502 for life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, but no, uh, <laughs> no, the, uh, so I was like, anyway, yeah, all my buddies are growing weed. So I, I, um, the first clone I bought, I, um, I bought this, um, I knew it. What the fuck was it? It was Sour Kush. I think it was Sour Kush. That I first cloned that I bought at a dispensary. Um, and I brought that thing home. And somehow, by magical luck, it didn't have bugs or botrytis or nothing. Like, it was good. And my first time cloning that clone was also, like, magical. Because, like, I had, like, 100% success rate. It was like magic. I was like, I don't even know how I, 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 I struggle to this day with like cloning, but back then, like in Washington, you have ideal weather, you have ideal humidity and ideal temperatures. And so a hood, just having a hood with the light on it and just spraying a couple of times, you know, once a day, it, it, it shit clones on its own in Washington almost like it was so easy, but in California, California, it's like, you know, what are we at? 26% humidity right now. It's, 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 you know, 100 degrees. It's a different story. You got to cool the room. You got to add humidity. It's such it's bizarre weather. Story. My goodness. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the fucking desert, right? It's, uh, it's not, uh, and I'm like, we're two deserts meet where the Mojave meets the Colorado desert. So it's like two deserts are meeting. So it's a different, and then you got around the other side of the mountain there, you have uh, a different, another, another zone. Right. So it's like it's a really strange and then, you know, it gets up to 124 in Palm Springs, which is just down the street. That's just ludicrous. I can't imagine living in that kind of circumstance, like being, I don't know. I mean, no. How would you I'm grow a weed outside? To, oh, it's just crazy. I'm trying to not. <laughs> right. But, but uh, it's, it, it, you know, it's. um. It got a lot more expensive up north since I left. And looking to move, uh, you know, Cal always looked to go back and it's like, it's, uh, it's got a lot expensive. And then, uh, there's been some social and economic changes since I left there too. Um, we didn't have tent cities when I left there. We didn't have, they didn't have all this, uh, 
fentanyl drug. There was drug, there was always been a heroin problem in Seattle, but there was not a fentanyl problem and there was not a tent city problem. And there was not a RV for five miles on one side of a street, both sides of the street problem. Like that's all, those are all within maybe the last decade problem. Yeah. Unfortunately it's, gonna, it's not, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon either. Uh, I'm seeing more and more, uh, I haven't seen it in person yet, but I'm sure it's just a matter of time. But, you know, friends will send me a picture or I see it on Reddit or something. Uh, uh, bars will have uh, fentanyl test strips in the bathroom. like, a, And I actually think that's a good thing, honestly, like, because people are going to have those drugs to, to test their drugs for fentanyl, basically, because apparently so many people are getting cocaine or whatever else and it's laced with fentanyl uh and uh because fentanyl is super cheap to make and it looks like everything else basically apparently and it gets you super fucking high apparently so it's really really easy to pawn it off as uh, uh just whatever else so but also really easy to overdose if you think it's cocaine or whatever right anyway yeah that's uh, yeah that's a uh, that's a whole nother <laughs> super sad very, very very against the uh very very against that kind of shit mm. um, apparently apparently one I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of uh, of any sort of opiates mm. or or barbiturates or or. I don't like. I, I just. I really don't like. They serve their place drugs. for super pain, but they're so dangerous in other ways. Yeah. Yeah, but I like any pharmaceutical. I don't even like mm. taking Tylenol. Like, just it just. I don't want to put that. I don't like mm. pills. Don't like it. Same some here. People, some people would love that shit. Some people like those highs. Some people like to abuse mm. those things. To me, it's like, I don't even like it when I need it. Mm. I mean, it's, I'm forced to take it. Mm. Um, and I think that, uh, I think that, I think alternative methods should definitely be uh, used first in, in the uh, pharmacopoeia of uh, like, you know, hospitals and stuff. But they make a lot more money off of uh, something that's consistent in, in a lab, mm. lab created, right? So whatever, I, I don't know, that's a whole other discussion. But back to weed. So yeah, so I started. I grew these. I grew the weed. I had real good success with the clones. Um, then I, uh, I I grew it in a, in a room at that time. Um, tents were not known to me yet. I didn't know that that. I was like when I found out about the tent, I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool because you could have that in an apartment, and you have like little laboratories, like little micro laboratories, and they're completely sealed. And each one can have its own little filters in it and fans and like, but so, so I gravitated towards that. And, and I bought a tent that was too big at first. I bought like a, like an eight by 10 or some shit, eight by eight or some big motherfucker. Right. And I got it and I was like, fuck, I, like, I'm trying to like squeeze between it to like get around the, the room because it was like all of the room. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how do people like put fans and shit in this stuff? I'd have to like unzip it, like zip it from the inside, put my hand through the hole. Like kind of, it was like, it was a whole fucking thing. Right. And then like, I had only had like the one light at the time and I'm like, oh shit. But I love how so, instead like, of starting small, like a two by two, you're like, fuck, I, I don't know. What should I get? Like a, I don't know, a 10 by 10 or some shit. I don't know. Well, I was just like, the room is like, I'm like, what should I get? Like, how big is this room? I just kind of guessed how big the room was. I didn't even measure it, right? Just stoner, right? <laughs> so I got the big tent, and I was like, oh, I need to get more lights. <laughs> but I'd already, like, told everybody I didn't want their light. <laughs> I don't want your old shit. <laughs> so... 
I really don't want to like, you know, put the dunce hat on and call my buddies and oh yeah, hey, you still got that shit you didn't want. <laughs> so I uh I uh fucking um I went on eBay <laughs> and uh iPower, I think it was called. It was like this cheap brand and they had a kit. You get like the digital ballasts were like brand new. They were like brand new at the time, and they had the they had a I had a a big white fucking piece of shit, you know, magnetic ballast. So I got the I bought the iPower one. Right, this thing was silent, like the fan. You, it had a little fan in it. You couldn't even hear the fan. I was like, oh wait, I'm gonna buy another one of those things. So I bought. I ended up buying another iPower and get rid of the big. That thing was like noisy, and I was like, also oh, these things got to be more efficient. Like they're digital. Um, yeah, something like that, except I bought the double XL hood. Like, that's more like... Apparently, they sell them at fucking Walmart now. So if you want a grow light, apparently you can get an iPower single. That's like a 315. Right? Yeah, that's a... Those aren't even invented yet at the time. Um, this, what I had was, uh, if you do, like, sunlight supply blockbuster hood, you'll see the hood I had. But I bought it, they they had one that was like a, a knockoff copy at the time, and I had a real blockbuster sunlight supply hood, so I just bought the same thing. So I wanted to, I wanted it all to kind of match, and so um, that's the exact ballast though that black one. But yeah, oh, that that's kind nice of hood. Oh wow, yeah, yeah that's, that's a I, nice hood. So well, I had thank three, you. I had three of those and <laughs> one eye power in that tent. No, for real. It's like a nice, uh, uh, broad design. Those are always uh, a lot better growing. Yeah. I don't know why people have gravitated to the a, smaller hoods. I had an eight-inch fan with a reducer on a on a um, on a what you call it thingy, so I could turn the speed down, speed controller. And uh, I had the so I had basically uh, ducted all of the lights together, and then it would you know they go they pull in and uh, pull in cold air and exhaust it out at one place out of the room and yeah it was cool it worked out good um but then i also like i had all these friends like putting thing ideas in my head and i was like started playing this is like 2010 and i started playing with spectrum and i was like oh because uh, i was like oh well you know because like people would tell me oh by the equator you know it's uh or like you know in hawaii or something you know they get 12 12 all year round I'm like, okay, so if you get 12-12 all year round in Hawaii or by the equator, and it's just, it's just my, like, stoner thinking, and, like, you know, there was no science really applied to this, but it, I guess it kind of does apply. My idea was, you know, if it's 12-12 all year round in Hawaii. That means you can bloom all year round, theoretically, as long as you don't have rain, and, and, and it do, apparently doesn't freeze there, right? So as long as you don't have rain, theoretically, you can bloom all year round in Hawaii at 12, if it's 12-12. Now, the Earth, sorry, flat Earth people, the Earth is on an axis, right, and rotating, right? Spoiler alert. Which, mean, which means that even in Hawaii, the spectrum changes of the sun depending on the time of the year, right? So I was talking to some people, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, and, you know, when we, when, we, when we have our harvest in the fall, like the long season, they call it like short and long. Um, one of my buddies, he was telling me, and, and, and later on, I met other Hawaii, so did people, but, I, you know, but yeah, but, but I had this friend in Seattle, Hawaiian friend, and he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, the weed, like, um, 
we just like talk about the weed, right? And basically what we got to is that in blue spectrum, like if they, if he, if he harvests like in the early short, in the shorter time of the year versus later on, um, the weed would be frostier, but less yield. And then he said, you know, the long season, like, you know, at the, you know, when they harvest and like, you know, harvest, harvest moon, like in the end of October, uh, November area, like that area, like he said, like, you know, yeah, you get bigger buds, but, so anyway, I just I started playing with the spectrum and I noticed that under the blue lights, the straight blue, like I would use a um, the Hortolux uh, um, metal highlight, I would get incredibly frosty weed, but it would be anemic. It wouldn't be as full, um, wouldn't be as uh, big of uh, colas, but um, and it would be shorter too be shorter shorter and fluffier but when and frosty though but when i would bloom under the red light directly just straight red light um you get longer elongated colas and they're denser and uh but they they're not quite as frosty so i was like oh well you had to so anyway so i basically took the hoods and i basically did this kind of like this window hood thing and i so they basically built to shine down in a tent and felt like i was getting the best maybe i should all psychosomatic but i felt like i was getting a frostier bud with the uh, with the same yield right and uh because basically i would checkerboard it i had four lights right so the the far the far two were metal highlight and then those two were were the you know hps and then they came out later they came out with the super hps red eye and then i upgraded the red eyes and then i had blue eyes and red eyes from hoarder looks and those bulbs were amazing amazing uh that blue eye i would clone under it i would veg under it and i would bloom under it like i used it full spectrum it was great my brother um he was doing some stuff parallel to me and i kept a lot of things secret from him so when he started growing, I was like living with him at the time for a little few months. And like, I acted like I'd never seen it before. And he was like the genius and he was copying. He had bought, he'd brought like the true living organics book. And like, he was buying every ingredient, everything that the rev used, every brand, every product in the book he was using. And like, he, he failed after like one girl gave up and he wind up giving me all that shit. So then I had all that shit, right? And one of the shits that he gave me, he had bought is he had bought an induction light. It was a 400 watt induction light that covered a two by four. And it was a 4,000 Kelvin. So it's, you know, like a nice white light. And I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. I'm going to put that right in the center. So I put that shit right in the center. So I had way too much light now. I had five lights and like a four, like a four by 10, four by eight, whatever the fuck that thing was. A tent as big as the room <laughs> and um and back then um you could stack licenses so i mean once you're a I serious have, grower who who really needs rooms anymore you know like it's basically all a grow anyway right so right yeah but i felt like this thing was like sealed like i said like i felt this thing was like a sealed um laboratory like so like one of my fears was like in these old houses is like there might be asbestos or there might be a drywall with some bugs or something in there. And I felt like having it in this laboratory like protects it from the element of whatever the fuck that house is that I'm in. Right. Because those houses are old. 
who knows? Someone might have grown in there before. I don't know. That's not I mean, a bad point. Honestly, you're talking about, we were talking about medicine. You're talking about medical permits and everything else. And if you have patients and stuff, a lot of those people have legitimate respiratory conditions. And, you know, if even flakes of asbestos are flying in from some plaster on the wall, that could be a harmful thing for them. It's probably not going to give them mesothelium or something, but it's it's going to maybe inflame their lungs. We don't fucking know. We're not doctors, right? Uh, it's an interesting thought. I've always basically thought of it more in terms of just a contained kind of, yeah, a little bit of a lab laboratory basically where you essentially can play god and anything that happens is essentially your fault because you ha- you have isolated all of the parameters basically to the best of your ability it's really uh uh you can't replicate it with full-size rooms because full-size rooms traditionally people always talk about this they have hot and cold spots they have microclimates and microenvironments and you can never really get rid of those things whereas in something as small as a tent you can pretty well get rid of it or at least you can equalize it to a small space anyway back to you yeah yeah so yeah the environment it's also yeah yeah you can you can well light and then also the tent walls they're all reflective right and the floor is reflective as well it's felt like you know it's a better distribution of light uh it's easy to pull pull air in and pull air out of it um this felt like a little small micro laboratory so i i dug the tent i wind up buying like more and more tents but with that with that at that time though my mom wind up getting her medical card and my stepdad wind up getting his medical card and one of my other friends wind up get his medical card. And then I wind up having all these medical cards on my wall. Things like a stacked, like, uh, I guess I'm their caregiver was how it was at the time, but basically allowed me to have like, I had like 96 plants all of a sudden. Right. And, um, and it was all legal, right. By the, those laws at the time. And, uh, I started doing things like I want to explore, like I want to go, I want to go collect like sour diesel was kind of a newish thing. I was like, okay, I want to go collect. I want to find a sour diesel. I want to find this. Uh, I wind up not finding a real sour diesel. I wind up getting a bullshit uh, fake sour diesel, but I, I, I tried to get sour diesel. I, I did a, I did a, a venture where I went and collected like all these, um, like all the Thai weed I could find, all the different Thai cuts. I found one, did one where I did all the CBD cuts I could find. I was still like, try to do like collections. Like I tried to get as much things from that pallet thing as one time and grow it. Cause like, I didn't know, like I knew that like white rhino existed. I smoked white rhino in the black market days. People would say, Hey, they got some white rhino weed and I bought it. I didn't know if they made that story up or if the guy they bought it from made that story up or if white, I didn't know if any of that was real. So when I saw a white rhino clone in the dispensary, I bought that motherfucker and I grew it because I wanted to know if I grow a white rhino, do I actually like, like white rhino or was a white rhino that I smoked even real or what? Right. So first thing I did is I, I went and tried to collect all the strains that I, you know, that were available on the street days, like G13, uh, Romulan, you know, white widow, you know, UW. Um, I collected all these things. I grew them all out. I wanted to see if I even liked those things. Um, I didn't know about mercy and humiline, carolophiline. I didn't know about none of that shit at the time. That came years later, right? Um, I just knew, I knew I liked piney weed. That's what I knew from smoking weed. I knew that I really enjoyed because I didn't know about gas at the time. Uh, Chem dog, uh, Chem dog, sour diesel, OG Kush family weren't introduced to me until, uh, I was probably late to the game on that. Um, I probably didn't come across the, the, that family until like 2014. Um, 
you know, people would talk about OG Kush. I heard about it in rap songs. OG Kush was not in Seattle. I don't care what anybody says. That shit was not in Seattle. That shit was probably in Los Angeles. Probably not even in Portland, to be honest. It was probably in Los Angeles. It probably didn't make it past the Bay. If it even made it to the Bay, you know, because OG Kush doesn't yield a lot. And it gets, uh, there's a super high demand for it in Los Angeles. And Los Angeles is a very large city, as you know. I just don't think there was enough of it. Um, I don't think there was enough of it that there was so much of it, like like the NorCal weed. There's so much of that stuff because it's outdoor that it got shipped to other states. Indoor weed growing in Los Angeles, I don't think that was the case. I think there was such a market in Los Angeles and San Diego always, and there was a premium for it. And if it was going to go anywhere, it's going to go back east to like New York and get double, triple, quadruple priced, right? I don't think it would have gone north. Um, so we really, I didn't see OG Kush, true OG Kush. I didn't smoke until I came to California, I feel, in my opinion. I bought some shit called OG Kush in Seattle, but it was fruity. OG Kush isn't fruity down here. OG Kush down here is, uh, is, 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 you know, you get the, uh, um, the real like, uh, woody spicy earthy uh sometimes you kind of get some rosemary um but you know it's gonna be like kind of gassy but not gassy as in like petrol gas it's more like a um it's like a chemical like um i don't know maybe like a two stroke or something it's like a different it's different do you ever get dark. rotting fruit? What's that? Do you ever get a taste of like rotting fruit as well? Fr what kind of fruit? From OG or from rotting. else? Fermented fruit. Like fermenting fruit. fruit. Yeah. Fermented fruit. Yeah, I get that a lot, but that's in stuff like Space Queen. Like Space Queen predominantly is a rotting fruit. Um, also, uh, Mosca, uh, he bred. Um, a moonshine haze that he, he used a lot. And I don't know uh, if this guy's trolling or just being a New Yorker, because sometimes that could be the same thing. Sometimes it's not Treadwater saying New York doesn't need any of your California shit weed, we a weirdo dork. I don't know if he's just being <laughs> a New Yorker or what. He's like, get your hands off know. my hot dogs. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Coney Island's not for everybody, bro. But anyway. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you know, New York. New York's got a lot of a lot of beautiful things about it, um, but that's not what the topic is today. Right. We'll talk about that sometime. <laughs> um, but no, where was I at? But no, no, no. OG Kush. But yeah. you know, OG Kush. Like I came down here, OG Kush. I was like, wow. I fell in love with that strain when I fucking first time I smoked it. Um, I know you don't like it, but the first time I smoked, it, I was like, "Wow, this really." It's helps. Not that I don't like, like it. I'm just not drawn to it like a fucking moth to a flame or something like a lot of people. It's perfectly fine. I'm just not as uh, into it, I think, as most people. I kind of actually have circled back. I'm. I sort of miss some of the OG gassy stuff. Like I have a couple of uh, uh, clone only kind of things that I uh, enjoy actually having now. So I'm like, meh, it's changing my mind a little bit. I'm like kind of circling back to it, but still, I'm way more drawn to the. Yeah, the fruity, floral, even earthy sides more than basically the. What, although what I also you, really love the piney and kind of uh, uh, turmeric dominant stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what a lot of people don't realize is that um, when they're smoking these things, 
they may not be smoking it in quite the right uh, way, and they may not taste these things. Because you were talking to um, Romulan, mm. and he was saying that uh, he he flavor flavor's not a thing really for him, right? Like he he said he never he doesn't taste ice cream from weed or something, or mm. he doesn't taste uh, he doesn't taste certain things from from weed, right? Well, that could be because of the uh, the boiling points of these different terpenes. Um, some of these some of these boiling points are very low, like as low as like two hundred and something degrees. Like mm. I have a I have a thing here. It is like like uh, carolophylline, right? Two hundred sixty six degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. How hot is the flame on the on the on the cherry of the joint? Right. So if you're dabbing it, right? If you smoke it in a joint, it may you might you might get that taste of the carolophylline, right? Two sixty six is the boiling point. But at the same but, time, if you get a good uh, cookie's joint, you can taste that spiciness. You can taste that caryophylline. So it's not yeah. necessarily off well, gas immediately. Yeah, yeah, it's like your black peppers and mm. roseberries and clove kind of spicy kind of. That's where that's where the caryophylline. You'll taste it in a joint. You'll taste it in a flower at lower temps. But a lot of times when you dab it, you're not tasting black pepper or clove. That's fair. That's fair. Right? Because you're dabbing it. What four or five hundred degrees or something, maybe more. I mean, like even the uh, even people the little guy higher that, than that, that people that used to dab at seven, eight, nine hundred. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, like that 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 puffco thing, right? It's got like mm. three settings. Isn't one of them like five hundred? Isn't that thing like in the five hundreds? I don't remember. I don't have one. I don't know, but but yeah, I think a lot of it is um is that, and it's like it's like another one is humulene, right? Mm. Um, the woody, the woody kind of uh, spicy, earthy stuff that you'd find like uh, in some of the OGs and some of the classic weeds. Very low boiling point again, two twenty-five Fahrenheit. So you know you're gonna you're gonna burn it off, but too hot is, is burning it off and not getting any of the flavor. You're just scorching it. You know you're just. Uh, you're just you're you're burning at such a rapid rate that it just incinerates before you you can you get any of those those things I feel, um, but you know a lot that's what I was saying. But like limonene, real high, right? Like three fifty, you know. Um, let's see what this thing says. Limonene three forty nine in Celsius yeah. it's one seventy six. Good for cooking at low temps, they say, for example. Humulene two twenty five, you were just talking about. Caryophylline two sixty six, very low, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you see how low these te these these temps are. I mean, it's and still hot. We can't walk around in a two hundred and sixty six degree room, but the point is that basically it's no, not no, no, burning no, no, hot but, or something, you know. But we're talking <laughs> a lot of people are dabbing and consuming pens these days. Right. And so um and then you know, there's the other thing is like uh, how how much limonene is your plant producing uh, because of the the methodology used to grow it. Like if it was grown with uh, uh, a synthetic fertilizer versus a um, like an organic system, right? Like I, I don't I don't think it's any secret that uh, you know organics are typically uh, more tasty. Um, and I think that has to do with just, you know, more, more available sulfur, just naturally it's there. Mm -hmm. Sulfur and the magnesium are there and they're kind of like, you know, your building blocks. 
Seattle oh, Chronic was saying the same thing, basically, that uh, he likes to uh, up the sulfur load, basically, of his soil and the, the foliars and everything else, basically, through, I think he was... We didn't get a chance to talk about it, about fish emulsion or fish hydrolysate, blah, 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 and apparently it helps uh, flavor. So you're in good company anyway. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah, the fish is a good one. Fish mm -hmm. is good, as long as it's uh, sourced correctly and not full of heavy metals, which... Um, has to be sourced a lot of the farm fish is uh heavy real high in heavy metals um so you gotta be gotta be careful on the sourcing of fish product they were just talking about this and i hate to say it because we got to make a decision what we're gonna do with the show because it's basically over they were talking on npr uh, just yesterday about the whole farmed fish industry and how actually uh disastrously uh, uh um rapacious it is basically in a way that most people don't even think about they think oh norwegian farms how idyllic how fun there's a bunch of problems there with the antibiotics basically being used for the fish spreading into natural uh, wild fish basically and perverting the genomes in different ways basically or even potentially causing die-offs but also wouldn't you know it uh, the food that the fish eat comes from other fish because uh, uh, fish are in many cases obligate predators, right? Obligate carnivores. So we don't really think about that. You know, you think about a lion or a tiger or a bear or something, right? And you think, oh, okay, they, they eat, well, not a bear maybe, but lions, we know they eat meat, right? They don't eat, you can't have a vegan lion, right? It's not going to be healthy probably, but uh, it needs to eat like blood and meat and stuff. <clears throat> so basically when you want to create lion food, we realize you actually have to grind up other animals. Well, same thing with a fucking salmon. You basically have to grind up animals and feed the animals like shrimp and all kinds of, you know, crustaceans and stuff, feed them basically back to the fish. Well, so what they do is they yeah. go off the African coast essentially and fish for small bait fish, basically anchovies, sardines, uh, shellfish of different kinds, shrimp and so on. And they apparently strip mine the ocean basically of these things, grind them up, dry them out in the sun and send them to Norway to the fucking fish farms. And what that means is it causes enormous uh, soil ecosystem collapses in uh, the coasts of Africa. It's super fucked up, isn't it? To, to have farmed Norwegian locks, you end up basically having this incredible die-off off the coast of Africa. Yeah. So this is like the most fucked up butterfly shit you can imagine. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to continue the conversation um, tonight maybe um, yeah. and tell you about how the jealousy and the breeding came about because really it was, uh, you know, people telling me, uh, you know, it was really a sub-pool and like, you know, he was telling, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. And there's a lot of, uh, he was really um, anti, uh, the guy really pushed people to try to believe like he was, you know, you need to buy his stuff because everybody, everybody else is garbage. Huh. Everybody else is putting out garbage, right? It's really hard to do it. This hocus pocus kind of shit. And huh. uh, I was like, if that fucking guy. Steve Jobs kind of did the same thing, actually, I convincing other people that the other computers were garbage and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it just kind of, you know, propelled me. A lot of it had to do with, like, you know, if Subcool can do it, I can do it. Huh. But That's we, yeah, fair. We'll, we'll talk more about that. You know what? That's actually a fun that. thought. We can have part two tonight. Uh, I put up a poll in the chat if people want to show. Uh, Dee's busy tonight, but uh, a few people want to have a show in the in the chat. <laughs> I... I was actually thinking about going to get sushi. I was like, oh, I might have the night off again. Well, we you know what? We can have part two of the discussion tonight. Let's just do a shorter show, maybe a couple hours tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We won't do game night, but we'll do basically part two with uh, Florinox. That'll be fun because I realize we haven't even started with any questions, really. And people are enjoying the, the conversation, I think, Flora. It's been a fun chat. All right. So I well, guess yeah, we'll, we'll do, that. do that. If you're if you're yeah. available, yeah. I guess I was making yeah, we'll do that. Uh, you want to do that, what? You want to do that at 7, 8 o'clock? Sounds good. Let's do it. 
do a seven thirty. Let's do seven. All right. Let's do seven thirty. All righty. All right. All right, I'll see you tonight at 7.30. Right on, man. Right. Uh, I'll probably start start the show at 7.20, like normal time, basically, and do the, the disclaimers and all that stuff, and then basically by the time you're on, we can start the show. Sounds good. Right on. Well, Flora, it's been, a, it's been a delight, my friend. Uh, great to see you. Great to, to chat. I guess we'll put a pin in this and continue later on this evening. Thanks very much for hanging. By the way, in the meantime, for anyone who's just tuning in right now, how can people find you? I know you're on a new seed bank now. Where can people find your seeds? All that kind of stuff. Um, let's see. You can Daga.garden is always a good spot for seeds for South Bay Genetics. Um, if you go to, let's see, it was like Lucia's Seed Bank. There is a... What, what was Fangs called? Seed Bank it. International. Uh, yeah, that one. I'm on that one. Yeah. Um, on uh, Seed Cellar, Neptune, uh, uh, United Seed Bank, Prometheus Seed Bank, a uh, bunch of places. Find South Bay Genetics. Um, if you want my older gear, uh, look up Seven Leaf Genetics. You can find that stuff. There's still a few people out there that have that stuff. Uh, I don't breed with those males anymore, so if you guys like Royal Kush, um, I was breeding with Royal Kush for years and years, for like a good five, six years. Um, all those crosses, some of those are still on the seed cellar, and some of them are still on Neptune. They're going to be aging now because I made them in like, I got rid of that male in 2018. So mm. um, you'd want to get those seeds before they get too old if you guys are into Royal Kush stuff. Um, I am friends now with, uh, again, like I mended that relationship with Emerald Mountain, and uh, we've done... Uh, done quite a few trades and so um i have the oil spill again so i might i'm probably going to do some work again with the oil spill because it's it's one of my favorites um for medicinal benefits it's uh outstanding um inflammation stuff like that uh, i don't want to get too detailed because uh pharmacopoeia doesn't like it but uh it's very good for medicinal purposes uh, royal kush is uh you guys go look up Nick Rice and you can see mm. a guy, he had some tick issues in it. Look at what World Kush has done for him. And that's just, that's just one, one element. But, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about medicine, can, uh, terpenes, uh, and all that good, awesome stuff tonight. Yeah, man. Cheers. Good to see you, Flora. Hey, cheers. Right, cheers, buddy. Uh, D, good to see you, my friend. Uh, taking the night off. Uh, good to see you, my, my friend. Uh, have a good, uh, have a good evening. How can people find you or whatever, my friend? Go for it. What's going on, everybody? Well, thank you, first of all, Freeman, for always, as always, putting these shows on. Thank you to the chat for coming in and hanging out with us for the safety meeting, and the, to the chatters that don't chat that are there just watching the show or listening. Thank you very much. We appreciate you very, very much. You can find me on Instagram at D underscore zombie underscore. And, of course, like always, you can find me Saturday, 11 yeah, o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 8 o'clock Pacific, to take over. Ah, brains. Yeah, Have a good show later on, Streamy. I might be one. Well, right on. Cheers, D. Good to see you. Have a nice evening, my friend. Party time over at D's. Uh, and by the way, that's a good question. A couple of people in the chat, I think Jeff was asking, which channel? Very fair question. Uh, we'll be back on the main channel, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess you'll get uh, the best of both worlds if you're subscribed to both channels. And if you're not, you'll be really confusing. You'll be like, wait, part two of part one? Where's part one? Well, that'll be those people's problem, ladies and gentlemen. You're the smart ones. You uh, followed over here or maybe just randomly popped up here. I don't know. Maybe some of you are actually random new subscribers. That'd be kind of funny. 
But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll be over at Fumador and the Flavors. If you are random new subscribers, uh, my main channel is Fumador and the Flavors. Come join us over there, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking tonight. Of course, you will still not be able to find drugs even over at that other bigger channel. There are no drugs found on either of these channels. Any of my channels are uh, basically, you cannot find drugs on any of them, pretty much. So uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there, ladies and gentlemen. I guess I should probably wrap it up because just in case the trolls do want to say something, this show does not provide drugs of any kind. You cannot find drugs no matter what they are. If they're Advil, Tylenol, freaking Chinese medicine, uh, acupuncture, soul healing, faith healing, uh, other kind of healing, I don't even know, or uh, ass freaking uh, uh, boofing, I don't even know what it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot find drugs on this show for money, for uh, uh uh, wishes for freaking trading for barter you can't find them you won't get them that's just all there is also we don't do anything illegal ladies and gentlemen please remember everything we talk about on this show is legal under the hemp bill we're perfectly within our rights to talk about cannabis uh, we're perfectly uh, within our rights to grow hemp we're perfectly within our rights in most places to grow medical cannabis and in many cases recreational cannabis in many states uh, oregon california and washington among them although washington i guess has only medical rules still we're not in washington right now Ladies and gentlemen, please remember, we are not breaking any rules. We won't be breaking any rules on the show tonight either. So please do not think that we are encouraging some kind of uh, conspiracy or anything else. Ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing being done untoward here. So please uh, do remember. I realize that it sounds like bizarre language that I'm saying here, but I'm just trying to, I'm actually saying it live too, so I should probably honestly read off a list. But I'm just trying to avoid uh, some of the trolling that's happened before. So, ladies and gentlemen, if it seems like I'm a crazy person, please excuse me. Although I might honestly be a crazy person, but uh, hey, that's an unrelated issue. Be kind, my friends. Be decent. Be gentle. Oh, by the way, use uh, Fumidoro.com for all of your genetic needs that don't involve uh, fluoride. Uh, we didn't even ask him about strains. We'll have to ask him, ladies and gentlemen. I know he recommends the gas station Bob and the Zaza, so I guess uh, go check those out at the places he checked out or told you about. Uh, but in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like Fumidoro genetics, I would heartily, wholeheartedly recommend Sour Morgana uh, from the kind of 60-day crosses. Uh, that's basically the BPR male, so nice and short on that one, and uh, good squat, uh, 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 depth of flavor and everything else, that cool, uh, uh, giggly uh, 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 Morgana high that basically everyone knows, uh, especially in those sour flavors, I think, honestly, it really pops out. But anyway, uh, if you'd like to try something new, ladies and gentlemen, check out Gaffer Tape. That's basically GG4 to that Highland Tight Kerala, something uh, from left field for you, and uh, definitely probably a lot different from a lot of the OGs and Kushes that you have probably smoked before. Don't forget to use the coupon code BRAINS. How do you pronounce that, D? <laughs> BRAINS. That's the way. Exactly right. Exactly that, ladies and gentlemen. Repeat that, and you'll get 14% off. That's basically a loyalty discount for listening in carefully. And uh, did I say already, be kind, be decent, be gentle, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll see each other tonight over at Fumidor and the Flavors. Literally the channel, Fumidor and the Flavors. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see each other over there. Part 2 of Florida. Thanks for hanging, my friends. Adios, uh, later gators, and uh, later gators.
Please.